Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baby moms and baby dads, big sisters all over the world. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of a new season with Take It To The Room podcast. You know, I just want to interject so we now reject because we just contest and we are <laughs> success <laughs> all of them things we have been away for quite a while um you know we was just um unfortunately we um followed Kawhi in his lead oh, come on, so uh, <laughs> we was doing upload management <laughs> it's, it's, it's right for a long season you know? exactly yeah. learned from the best we learned from the best so we got um, load management but we're back everything new everything crisp and it's going to be an exciting season, so make sure that you keep riding with us, you keep rocking with us. But without further ado, we have to introduce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's myself, Rods. AKA. AKA Chief Hella. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. AKA Mavs are here to play. Oh, stick with the Mavs now. <laughs> Come on, man, Bergen. <laughs> That's what we're here for. And to the far right of me, mm -hmm. we've got Clipper Cam. What's good? What's good? Out here recovering all them things there. <laughs> <laughs> recovering, but we're in the same place, bro. We're in the same place. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Low block was there. Uh, and yeah. beside me, we've got LA Jules in the building. Yeah, we here. We here. So, a lot has happened. And, um,. If you go on our YouTube page, you would have seen we just had a quick reaction to some recent news, but now we're going to really dissect it. This offseason, mm. a player who at least 95% of the NBA world wanted him out of this team, of his situation, because he was a damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. He was in a lion in a cage, mm -hmm. wasting his years. Damian Lillard finally requested a trade. And it was so long awaited. I understand he wanted to get the bag. Fair enough. I don't blame him. Get that generational wealth. But also, my guy, <laughs> he was dying there. <laughs> he was withering away. Hmm. Like from your rookie season till now, early rookie of the year. That's it. Mm. That's it. So it's uh, something fishy going on. <laughs> but he finally requested a trade. And uh, what we're going to do, I'm going to break down the trade and we're going to dive into exactly what we think of the trade and what has gone on because a lot has happened. A lot has happened. So, Damon has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. So the Bucks received Damon Lillard. The Blazers... Received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Tumani, Kamara, Bucks' 2029 first round pick on Protected and swap rights on Bucks' 2028 and 2030 picks. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't a one team or a two team. It was a three team trade. Mm. Yeah. So the Suns also said, let me put my hand in the pot, get a little nibble. <laughs> so they received Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, it was... <laughs> They got Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nazir Little, and Keon Johnson. 
But it doesn't stop there. Mm. Because then Portland said, you know what, we're going to make another move as well. And they was looking to trade Drew Holiday straight away. Yeah. I said, wow. And I was saying, that he better find his way to the Celtics. The Celtics better find a way to him. Because mm. if not, that's what they need. Lo and behold, what happens? Drew Holiday has gone to the cell to k- 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 kicks. What was that? <laughs> Three Ks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, yo. You got to put three Ks in the Celtics because you know what goes on down there. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. the pictures they used, I can't lie, it was slightly darker than it was, than it, than it was supposed to be. You got to keep an eye out there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone tweet and said, I swear he's not that dark. So, Drew yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holiday has now gone to the Celtics and the Celtics traded away, was it Robert Williams mm-hmm. um, and Malcolm Brogdon? Mm-hmm. And uh, two first-round picks. Two first-round picks. Yeah. So, we'll start with... Damon Lillard on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go to the Suns and then, no, then we'll go to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Then we'll, that's it, the Suns and Blazers. So start with Damon Lillard mm-hmm. and the Bucks. What's your guys' thoughts? I mean, we said it on the on the other one, but for those of you who haven't seen it, I think Dame is a perfect fit in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I think ideally he wanted to go to Miami. That's no surprise to any of us. We knew that. Mm-hmm. But... I think him in, in in Milwaukee just makes sense in terms of they've now got a closer, a certified... I'm not saying... Yep. Chris Middleton carried carried um, the box on his shoulders in terms of closing games for a few years and Giannis had his moments as well and in, in the finals, dropping 55 and whatnot and 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 coming in when he... Pause. Whoa. Damn. Damn. Back, back in... <laughs> I can't even say anything. <laughs> Supporting the team yes. when they needed him, when they needed him the most. But I think getting a guy like Dame, it's not just, it's not just the playoffs. I think Dame is one of those guys. Really, if there's a, if it's a three point game or less, you got to guard that guy from hard halfway. And yeah. what does that do? Open up the court for for guys like Yanis to have driving lanes, Chris Middleton to spot up, Brooke Lopez to spot up if he wants to, whoever else they're gonna put out there with him. Like depending on whether they do their tall lineup or not. I just think there's loads of opportunities for that team to succeed. Not just that as well. We talk about pick and rolls, which is one of the most like simple like basics of basketball. But yeah. I mean I remember when A D got traded to the Lakers and I was like the A D LeBron pick and roll is gonna be scary. Yeah. But this one is by far probably the scariest one I can think of because mm. you go over the pick and Embiid's got a nice roll to the basket and it's it's pretty it, I said Embiid. Yanis, yeah, yeah. is going to be. I gave, you, I gave you a chance. I just said, let me wait. No, that's right. Yanis <laughs> is going to be taken off from the from the free throw line easy, no problem. You go under that. They, it don't matter where he sets it as well. Yeah. That could that could be maybe two steps in from the from the halfway line. Yeah, if if they go <laughs> under that screen, one dribble put three like every time. Yanis is there. We, we we've 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 seen him do it. I think I think Dame is going to have a a good time there. I will say though, and I think it's it's red. There's gonna be some pressure on Dame now, you know. Hundred percent. Because I think oh, any yeah, yeah. listen, Dame, I support you, Arsenal out of Portland, because they're they're not, a, in my opinion, they're not a serious franchise that take advantage of the having a superstar that very very small, very very few small market teams can actually do. Yeah. Um. So I support that, but now you're in, and you're not in a massive market, but now you're in a situation where everyone expects you to be in the finals, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like. You, you'll you'll go down as disappointment if you're not making the finals. I'm not even gonna necessarily say you have to win rings, but we need to see serious playoff runs from the Bucks for the next two, three years at least. I think minimum conference finals. 
Yeah, 100% because you know what? <clears throat> the Bucks made this deal because they're in win now mode. It's not win next year or the year after mm. or the last two years of his deal is win now mode. But why are they in win now mode? Well, Yanis be throwing shots. Thank you very much. Yanis be throwing Keep shots. Stars, you need to do that. And do yeah, that. and he's like, what he said, in, in literally, if he sees that the team, the players, organization, they're not with me they're not really trying to push so that we they're not as committed as me or as one as bad as i do then i'll have to go to another situation where Mm. i have the opportunity because this is what i want to do and lo what did did the box do they responded paul and trailblazers you should take note you should really take note under everything you should take note go and send your whole organization to understudy because yannis spoke once he said spoke once before said we need some help Mm. drew holiday came in what was the result? Ring. Mm. Now he said, you know what? We, we need, need more. <laughs> because it's like Middleton, if he's not here, what happens? Or if a scheme works, what happens yeah. outside of that? We need, not saying that Middleton doesn't have the capabilities and abilities, but we need someone that's like mm. going to take away a lot of attention away from Middleton because then that can also be a very good secret weapon for them. Like mm. Dame, Giannis, we got to be on them. And then perfect because I think it's better than it's better when it's better than that than him being the second option and Drew being the third. Would, would you say Middleton would now be the best third option in the league? Probably. That, I know, like no, that's no, that's no, it won't because no. it's Phoenix. Phoenix, oh, that's yeah, it. Phoenix are free. That, that's beast, it. Though, would it? you say Tyler Hero is better than no? no, no, no. Bradley Bill, sorry, but no, would you say Tyler Hero is better than uh, Chris Middleton? Nope. No. No. Okay. I wouldn't say like. This what he has done, even in rookie season, everything that happened in the bubble and such. It was great, but we seeing what Middleton has done and can do, and it's like he's tired her as young and overcoming, but we can't just slide past Middleton like that. No, like, no, that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say that because um, also, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, yeah, no, I'm not tired her. But it's like this move has been made, so. For me, even if it's like, okay, if they're in the conference final, when you say conference finals minimum, that's for me is is that they have to win the conference finals minimum and be in the finals. <laughs> because yeah. honestly, really speaking right now, the threats that they have, Milwaukee, yeah? mm-hmm. Celtics, that's number one threat. After that is what do we have uh, Miami, Miami still, uh, still a threat because still, uh, yeah no 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 we're not gonna you yeah. know I don't know bro for, for now while James Harden has to be on that team for, even with James Harden being on that team they are not they, a threat they're not a threat to they're not a threat they're at all they saw them last season they are not a threat at bro, all bro I understand they fell apart to to Boston or whatever but at, at, they were up I know Boston. But they're not a, they, the reason that they're not a threat is because Embiid. Mm. Showed why he needs an, a, a proper player alongside him, mm. and Harden wasn't really given anything else that that 
be expected from a second secondary superstar. So, so then what you're saying is that the East is just a, a two-team race between uh, the Bucks in, and the In terms Bucks. of being able to actually win... I'll say three. Yeah. They are the only two teams that have gotten better, really. Yeah. Out of, and, and obviously, like, with recency bias, but, like, Boston went and got KP. Yeah. And they've now gone and got themselves... We'll talk about it in a minute anyway. But I just feel like, if even if it is a two two-team race... You know what it takes is one injury for everything to change. Which is true. For for a team like, I don't want to keep saying Philly, but Philly could be in a conversation. We see Miami do a lot with, with less. You know, so Miami could still be knocking. I'm not saying they're going to be up there. That's, I, I, but that's only based off an injury. I'd give Miami a chance way more than Philly. And it's like Miami have shown, even with the injuries that they had, yeah. Tyler Hero going down, players stepped up. They took responsibility and kind of said, you know what, he's going down, now I have to step up. Yeah. And it's not like one player, everybody done it. And it's not just buckets, but I've got to step up in some sort of way. If I have the shots to score, I've got to do that. If I've got to stop someone or help on a play, if I've got to take that charge, if I have to, you know, put my body on the line, everyone stepped up and said, I am going to sacrifice. And they went and they and it was led by Jimmy, who was constantly sacrificing. So for me, is even if something happens, the way they've built their team is to still survive. Like, it's to still survive. Because even Giannis and Dame alone, with the surrounding squad, that's still enough to get, but it might be a deciding factor if, you know, in a conference final, game seven against the Celtics, yes, cool. But also, I'm sorry, but what Miami was able to pull off and what Jimmy did is the thing where even if something was happened, someone out of those three has to also take accountability and do that. So, but regardless. I don't, I don't think Miami, if they had the same run next season, will be able to topple it. They won't beat the Bucks and the Celtics. Not, not if they not if everyone's if, healthy. No, if everyone's healthy. If the teams are, the rosters are as it is. Yeah. Bearing in mind, obviously, we don't know what could happen in the future. By the time the playoffs occur, I expect the other two teams to knock them out. I don't think the Miami are good enough. But my yeah. thing is that I've, I've, I, you know, I don't really rate Miami like that. But I've counted them out too many times for them to. They keep, they keep somehow making it to the, the, the finals every year, and 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 or not every year, sorry, but. Conference finals, finals. They're they're one of the top contenders, and if we're being real, they probably had the most success out of any team in the East in the last four or five years. Yep, that's true. That's yeah. Well, if well can't we say that because the Bucks want to ring it. The Bucks want to ring it, so they kind of. But in yeah. terms of consistency, I but know what you mean. They're, they're, yeah. they're Three and four, isn't it? Yeah. Generally, anyway, I just feel like maybe I can't. I'm not accepting that I can count them count them out completely. I would be happy if you know. If Miami take a downturn this year, you know, they're a bit, they're a bit quiet over there. People start really reassessing certain players. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, the Bucks, they got to be there. Has to be done. Like for me, there's, there's, I don't see any excuse now mm. because it's like Dame's going to be what your weakest link defensively because then you can is run Dame def- a bad defender. The thing is, I don't. I'm, no one watches Portland, so no one can tell me. Exactly, and the, thing, but I'll, I'll, the reason why I'll say early reason I'll say is because if they was to get the switch on him and it was someone like AD, Bron, Jokic, Murray, it's just basically if you make him work as hard as possible on defense to try and slow him down on offense. Mm-hmm. So instead of it being a flipping forty-five and fifty game that he might go for give you a light 35 and 40 it might be a 28 27 it's still you know gone down but it's like 
there's a lineup there where you can be Dame, Middleton, uh, Giannis, um, what's it, um, Bobby Portis, Lopez. Like, you could actually run a lineup there where Brooke Lopez can guard at least from the, the four and the five, Bobby Portis from the three to the five, Giannis, all positions. Dame's going to have to stay one and two, but it's like you're able to cover him defensively so similar how Golden State covers for Steph Curry, but even Steph Curry still actually tries. Yeah. But it's like he has covered defensively, offensively, no excuse now. Especially what the 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 doo doo moment that Giannis pulled um, last playoffs. Like now, there's no excuse. You have you're gonna run a lineup where you have four players who can take and make mm-hmm. a shot, and it's like now you can't say nothing. Now I don't want to hear nothing about, yeah, fame, it's supposed to, I understand, yeah, it's fame. I'm not trying to hear that rubbish no more because you've now got one of the top guards in the league offensively, especially like with range. So you don't even have to catch the ball on the inbound no more. <laughs> That's the thing. You can just be like, I'm going to set the best screen possible so this guy can absolutely launch it. And it's like, all you have to, all you have to do is once that screen is set, once that ball goes in the air and Damian Lillard shoots it. He's gone there for any, if 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 so, if needed a rebound, is like you're going to have yourself and Lopez and Porter's crashing the board. Mm. Come on, man. There's no excuse. Like, Bucks have to make it. They've they got to be there. They have to be there for me anyway. And yeah, now it's going to be good to see Dame. You got pressure now. How are you going to respond? Mm-hmm. How are you going to respond? How are you going to be? Are you going to show up? Are you going to be there? Is it going to be like an, another day in the office? Because... The way he speaks and carries himself, pressure's gonna affect him. And if he brings that same dame that went against the Nuggets that that year where he couldn't bloody miss a shot and Austin Reeves was praying to God that he can just miss just one, just one, cool. That's the dame I wanna see because that dame fought. Like he, nine point, like with dame is a player where if it's nine points, that's not a big enough lead because he'll just ball one step, like that's it. So, that's the dame I want to see. That's the dame the world wants to see. That's the dame that Giannis deserves to see. So we're going to see exactly how dame moves. But for me, I'm excited to see now. You've got the team. You've got the support. You've got you've got the pressure. You've got everything. How are you going to respond? Um, I think I, I, I agree. So I feel like... I don't want to sound crazy. Dame is a is an NBA seventy five player. Dame has ex accolades. Dame is a great player, mm. but I don't want to get too ahead of myself and say that that it's gonna work seamlessly. It should, in my head, work very well. Do I think it's gonna work seamlessly? I have no idea. I think it's gonna take a little while for him to get used to playing with Giannis as well. Because Dame, his whole career, near enough, his whole career, bar maybe the first year or two years he was in Portland has been the best player on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we haven't really seen him defer like that since he's been in his prime. I'm not saying he's not capable of it, but it's like, it's different. Yeah, but I think it's going to be easier because instead of you deferring to CJ McCollum like he has from time before where they, they no, but I'm saying, but look, but, but wait, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Let me learn. They used to pretend they were 1A and 1B. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was very yeah. No, 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 but it I'm saying, but there was two. games where CJ McCollum carried a lot of them. And what I'm saying is that in those games, Dame 
then kind of reverted into a pure point per se like in terms of he was actually making right plays where even though it wasn't going well for him but he was still driving to the basket kicking out he was still finding teammates mm. and we i saw him actually do this now instead of you passing to a 6-4 cj mccullum you've got a flipping 6-11 flipping athlete there yeah. who's going to be much easier for and who's going to attract attention where now you don't have to work as hard to get you in shot now you can actually just float around catch and shoot off now you can start to now we i think what we're going to see as well is there's going to be some games where damien's going to be not all the time but he will be a few times a bit off the ball mm. with Giannis, you know attacking the paint and it's going to be nice little catch and shoots practice shots simple easy mm. and the reason why this is going to be very important because then it's going to be very very hard for defenses if you've got Giannis doing that and now damien's of leaders of ball and you're thinking wait how are we gonna go out? now he's off ball? What are we gonna do? Because we've got Giannis, we've got Dame. What's going on? And next thing you know, Middleton from three. <laughs> so there's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. opportunities yeah. for this to actually work. I'm not saying he's gonna click straight like that. This is what training camps was just to kind of see, okay, what do we need to do? Where do we need to go? But I think he's not gonna be as hard as it could be because Drew fit in. And he was like the main ball handler, but sometimes Giannis obviously did take over. But it's like, it's going to be even better now because for him to do what Drew um, had to do offensively is an upgrade. So I think on that end, it's going to be very fine because either way, they can just go to the pick and roll. And it's not just with Giannis, it's with Lopez and Paul Bobby Balls as well. So even a pick and pop with Middleton. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's like they have, they can create foundations within the system to go okay if this this doesn't work okay we've got i can do pick and roll with is it damn we can literally say if none of the stuff that we're trying to do happens at that time mm. i can just do a pick and roll with anyone from middleton all the way to lopez and something can happen because if i do a pick and roll and then damien can get to the basket as well and i get to the basket and i kick it out to to, to middleton or i do a pick and roll and it's with brooke lopez he doesn't go straight into the paint, but he goes mid-range changer or he fades off. As he's fading off, Giannis is cutting. Giannis, ball to Giannis. Giannis is cutting. Even if they help, Giannis mm. got Middleton, Portis. Like, he'll have now options. So it's like, whoever it hits, there's an option because you'll have four shooters who can take the shot or can pass out to another shooter. And even if it hits Giannis and he attracts attention, you've got shooters all across. So there's so many basic things for them to go to and do where he's just playing basketball that... It shouldn't be a super hard transition, but they're still gonna have things to to work out and, and stuff. They're gonna have TV periods. There's gonna be arguments, disputes, but it's gonna be a process, and it'll be fine. But I think they have too many foundational things to go back to. But the the scariest thing is when they sort out Dane's off ball game and like yeah. have him. I'm not saying because him and Steph don't have the same kind of game. Like Steph is Steph can shoot off the dribble. Is an amazing shooter off the dribble as well. But a lot of the work he does is off ball. Like he's, he's running. Every, everyone knows about like his workout routine and stuff like that. The guy don't stop moving it. Yeah. Whereas Dame isn't the same kind of guy. But I think if they can start getting some actions for him to be rotating from baseline to baseline or baseline to wing, yeah, kind of thing like that, coming off a screen or something like that, I th- I think it will unlock a part of Dame's game that. And I say this because because like I said, he's been the best player in Portland. He's always had the ball in his hands. Kind of thing, and when CJ was there, they were doing their own 
I, don't, I never really like that because it's two small guards essentially playing ISO ball and just saying your turn, yeah, my turn, literally. your turn, my turn. Whereas this will be a little bit differently, different because of the fact that the best player on the team is not Dame, it will be Yanis. And they don't dominate in the same areas. You know, Yanis does 95% of his work in the paint. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dame, I mean, I'm not saying he don't he, he, he don't try and get layups or nothing like that, in it, but it's not his main priority. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, like like you said at the beginning, Rodney, if you concentrate on one, the other one's gonna gonna have opportunities, and it's just yep. it's not just them two. They 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 really could be one of the most lethal five out teams as well. Um, yeah, because you if if I was if I was like the Bucks and I was saying you know what, we need to get some floor spacing, Yanis have that like, handled the ball at the top of the key, everyone else be on the three point line, and then we're gonna we're gonna find a mismatch in this in this situation to the point where yeah either Yanis is getting a post up. Or Dame has a big on him, mm. and it's 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 kind of curtains from there to be honest. Um, I mean, yeah, going off what you're saying, I think you look at we spoke about this trade um, during the season. We always said that if there was a, a franchise or a team for Dame to go, the system that would work best for him would probably be the Bucks in terms of where there's a ready-made fit, mm. um, where he could probably elevate his game, and where Giannis has someone on his level that could really push him and push the team to another level. That's literally what's happened with this trade. It's so easy to see that um, the Bucks have massively improved. Like, you look at what they lacked getting going out, where they went out, when especially when Yanis been injured. You watch the Miami series. Yanis was injured. He came back. wasn't really the same, but within those games they lost to Miami, you saw the lack of offense, the lack of someone being able to take the scruff, the game by the scruff of its horns. And obviously, you know, Middleton came back from an injury, so he wasn't really playing with that same energy. Yeah. But they needed a Dame in that moment. And I think they've done the right thing to acquire him. Um, what they lost for him wasn't that bad. They didn't really give up too much, in my opinion. Like, to really get someone of Dame's quality, in my opinion, to say that... To me, this is, this, this is it for them. This is the game changer they needed. Mm. This is... The Bucks doing what they can to win, and I can never fault franchises or teams for saying, you know what, we're going to try to win. That's the right move, and yeah. it's the right player, it's the right fit. It's now down to everything else, like no injuries, no silliness off the. Like just do what you got to do, and I believe they should have min- They they should be in the NBA Finals. I mean, a team of that magnitude, like you said, you could run a million and one pick and rolls, like with the, like you said, Portis and and. And Lillard, you can mm. do um, Lopez. You can even do random ones with like Connor and coming off picks. It's it's it's, yeah. it's just crazy. The, the, their team was already very well constructed. As obviously they won the chip two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they've lost a couple pieces here and there, but the large majority of their team is still the same. Dame coming to really add to that. Who's mm-hmm. who is someone that unfortunately hasn't really had enough moments in the latter stages of like the playoffs or whatever because of the team he's played for. Yeah. But within this team, within this system, and alongside someone as great as Yanis is, and Yanis still is, I mean, it's it's two top 10 players in the current NBA in their prime. It's so mm. rare to see. Like, we don't... You said it about AD and, and LeBron when the, the trade was formed, and they, yeah. that was two top 10 players in their prime. Um, and, and that's what we're seeing again here. And it's, it's rare mm. to see, and obviously in the NBA, but... It, it, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, as a, as a neutral fan for the East, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I do, I do hope like we all get what we want to see in terms of them and Boston. That would be a great, 
great fight, great conference finals, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, out of one to ten for the Bucks, would you guys rate this trade? Nine point five. I think the only thing they could have done better was probably maintain a little bit of draft capital because they, yeah. they traded away a lot of draft picks to get Drew Holiday in the first place. Like the Pelicans have a lot of their near immediate draft picks for the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah. The second the second they would have been getting it back, it now goes to Portland. But again, like these are the kind of sacrifices you make mm. when you've got a superstar team. Like adding a rookie to your team when you know you're going to be in the playoffs every year is not going to make a difference. Yeah. But if it, if it allows you to get a player like Dame, I think it makes sense. So I'm going to say 9.5. Yeah, I'll say about this. That's about the same. That's kind of my thoughts here about the draft capital. Um, so moving on to the other sides of these trade, mm. um, Drew Holiday. Since we was talking about Drew Holiday, uh, Portland weren't looking to keep him. So thank, thank you, Portland, by the way, for not being stupid. Yeah, yeah was, thank that, goodness. That, that, that made a lot of ruining sense. his last few years. That would have got on my damn nerves. Um, but then, so what happened now? The Portland Trailblazers has traded Drew Holiday to the Boston Celtics. And the Celtics sent over Robert Williams the third. I didn't even know the third. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has. He yeah, has, no, he has, I, I just didn't care too much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Robert Williams the third, yeah. and Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Um, we've also a 2024 first round uh, pick from Golden from State, Golden State and yeah, 2029 and 2029 first, first round. <laughs> Boy, um, this is interesting because. Um, you know, I knew when I saw that Drew was going to be free, I was like, okay, the two teams in the East that are probably going to go for him is going to be Miami and Boston. And I was saying Boston should because Marcus Smart has gone, so they've kind of lost that yeah. two-way. Yeah. Um, so they needed to kind of recoup that back. So getting Drew Holiday was a big win because that's a big upgrade for Marcus Smart because we see the turnovers that Smart used to cause and decisions he used to. Drew Holiday isn't capable of making no, those. No, people were saying Drew was was a bit shaky with the handles as well. To be fair, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm to the in, same extent. Yeah, but in terms but, of like, in terms of the making daft decisions, yeah. I'll say it's better to have Drew than Smart because, like I say, at least Drew he still averaged eighteen and, and on that championship team, and he he still, you know, had, at least had less turnovers than Marcus Smart. Yeah. Um, but just in terms of. I think, like I say, everyone says in the league that he's one of the best defenders, especially one of the best guard yeah, defenders. Yeah. So that's also a bonus because you've got that. That's great. And I think he's a better shot maker than Marcus Smart. So that's that's going to be good, especially playmaking-wise, 100%. Because like I say, he's played the likes of AD as well. So that there for the Celtics, that was a big win. Um, I knew obviously that Malcolm Brogdon was shaky with the organization. I don't know what was going on, so they was looking for any reason to flip in for him Since in the they trade. They tried to trade him, remember? No, remember they did trade him and it fell through. No, yeah. was that Brogdon? Yeah, the drummer. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying to turn to the Clippers. Yeah, they did oh, trade him and yeah, it fell through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Paul Zingas and the Clippers were supposed to get Brogdon, but because yeah. of his injury. The said, yeah, well, yeah so they did trade him. So I think since that, yeah, it was it's just broken the whole thing. Would though, isn't it? You got traded. It? Yeah, very awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's like came back. <laughs> Apple paid him work. Imagine, imagine <laughs> that's, that's like getting transferred to, to a new another place, and then they say, "Oh yeah, that person couldn't come because their visa expired." Or something. No. <laughs> you come back to you. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a Vaseline. So I'm. Um, I mean, fair enough. Um, 
Robert Williams was kind of interesting because I thought they would have tried to retain him because he Definitely. was a very good yeah, defender definitely. for them. Like and, he did and he's, a he's lot. One of the like financially, he's one of like the most cost efficient players to have. On yeah. Your, on your team, I guess they had to give up. <laughs> I guess they had to give up something, and I thought Brogdon was okay, but yeah, Robert Williams. I mean, they, I don't think they could have done that trade without including him. Like they had to get, they so, had to leave with some. So I think, um, I think Boston, because when you we have to look at what Boston have really turned all these off, like off season moves into, they've turned Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon in, and, Gr- and essentially Grant Williams as well because I had to let him walk yeah. into Chris Hatch, Paul Zingas and Drew Holiday. Fair enough. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, so it's front, front office deserve a handshake, innit? And um, I think Robert Williams is a great player <clears throat> and I think he would have been the, the best player to take over at the five spot from Al Horford when Al Horford yeah. goes and Paul Zingas would play the four. Um, but I think... I think at the end of the day, you have to make decisions that will get you guys to that to that point. Plus, you have to look at the raw facts as well. Like, his extension was probably coming up soon. They just extended Jalen Brown. Mm. Jason Tatum's getting a crazy bag next year as well. Yep. So, and then I Drew, think... Drew Holiday's contract Drew, on top of Drew's that. Got, Drew's going to be getting an extension from them 100%. It's just like, I think they had to evaluate, does it make sense to... Because he, he, I think he's only on like 12 mil. He's, he had like a, a four-year, $44 million deal. Yeah, so that was it's gonna be way. It's gonna be more than that now, and it's, yeah. it's gonna be way more than that. And that was like, like I said, very cost efficient. So now I think they just said, you know what, we have to bite the bullet if we really want to win a championship. We need to go all in and, and get everything we need for this team. And you know, the guard position is definitely where that was. Um, yeah, man. I mean, we all know they've needed a a guard capable of like really handling the ball. I know, like you said, he can be a bit suspect, but he's a much better ball handler. He's a much better offensive mm-hmm. threats than what Smart would provide. As good as a defender Smart was, unfortunately in the NBA, when it comes to the clutch moments, you need scoring. You need someone to if, do it. If we look at the facts, like Rod said, Drew's, a, Drew's probably, I think people in the league regard Drew as the best perimeter defender in the league. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, you haven't downgraded anything defensively by getting Drew Holiday over into the market Smart. And if anything, you've, you've massively upgraded offensively as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you're looking at overall, what, like you said, coming into the off-season and again, they went out in the conference finals, they, yeah. they looked at it probably saying, you know what, we underachieved, bearing in mind that we probably should have beaten the Miami Heat to get back. That The position they put themselves in, they probably should have got, they really should have got to the NBA finals. It's not really... Did Robert Williams, was he injured that series or did he play? He, he had injuries on and off. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he missed... Um, Significant, significant time. The whole season. Because remember, the he he was injured to start the season, so they were they had to experiment with lineups. That's how Derek White got into the starting five. Yeah. yeah. Because they had to go smaller, playing Horford at the at the um, five. at the five. Whereas the year before that, they were playing Rob Williams at the five, Horford at the four. Okay. I think yeah, you he's he's very very. I mean, he'll be valuable for Portland because I know they're looking. They are looking. I mean, they are keeping him. And looking to keep him as part of their roster for the, the next couple of seasons. So he'll be very good for them. But in terms of the Celtics, I mean, you've got Paul Zingas as well. So it's not like you haven't got that uh, someone coming that can kind of do quite a bit of what Williams could do on the defensive end. And obviously, Paul Zingas is much more betterly equipped on the offensive end anyway. And he's 
to me, they've added depth in terms of like the the, the loading, the load off Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in terms of scoring consistently with Porzingis and Drew. They've actually added massively, and I feel players. I mean, Drew's obviously won the chip. Porzingis, he's been what a twenty point above a twenty point season scorer for what three seasons or four seasons. So he's someone that can get it done and. Drew is outstanding, one of the best two-way perimeter players, two-way players we've got in the league anyway. So there's there's no reason why Boston themselves can't really look at this offseason and say, you know what, we've upgraded, we've had a great offseason in terms of improving the roster. And they, they themselves can say we could be in the NBA finals this time next season as well. So yeah, credit to them, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, credit to them. Is it forever, forever fuck Boston? Yeah, forever. <laughs> always, always Lakers. Yeah, but do you know what is yet? Even with the Robert Williams trade, it was still... First, I was like, mm, I don't know if that should happen. But then I clocked, yes, yes, it should have. Because when you're actually deep as well, especially in the series against Miami, offensively, what could Robert Williams really do? Obviously, yes, like in terms of pick roll lobs, yeah, but that wasn't always running. Yeah, no, his, his job was to screen, roll, catch lobs, like, and ma- mainly it was defending, really. It wasn't anything else so I understand what you're talking about in terms of offensively exactly but now it's like you have what you've got Paul Zingas who he can screen and roll himself he can screen and he's got range as well so that's now a pick and pop as well and defensively he can do he just needs to stay healthy I think that's 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 it that's the only thing with Paul Zingas is just health as long as he's available then I think he can he can do what Williams on defensively and offensively, he can provide something as well. Robert Williams was an amazing rebounder, though. Mm. I, I, they're, not, they're not getting that back. No, Paul Zingas nah, 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 nah. alone should be... Bro, what? Bro, he, I don't think Paul Zingas... He doesn't Porzingis, rebound. He's not a good rebounder. Paul Zingas averages he's, like, he's like going seven to or be, eight a game. He's, he's going to be rebound. now, because what him and Horford, he's going to have to no, be. No, he's going to have to, but... Like, he right, will. He's not gonna be, I don't think he's going to be around to start the season. To start the season, he should be. Bro, I swear he got injured again. Last year, he averaged... 23.2 and 8.4. Even before that, 22.1 and 8.8. So his his career average is 7.9. So he's getting eight rebounds a game. Yeah, so, but now in this new situation, roles changed. He's going to have to be more aggressive on the boards now, which will be which will be much better. I'm also glad Paul Zingas is out of Washington as well. It's good to see him yeah, in a, a that place was a, where he can, yeah. you know what I mean? He was Do you know what, actually? He went there to chill. Robert Williams, 21-22, had 9.6, which is great, but... This year he only had eight point three, so maybe it's maybe it's not. I ju- I just feel like maybe maybe his are offensive. I need to really look into that because I see Robert Williams in some games and he's absolutely like a beast on the boards, yeah. man. Yeah, that's true. But like I say, this is this is a very good, obvious situation for Boston, uh, especially for Drew. Whether he's doing a revenge tour or whatnot, because he did recently say yes, I'm a buck for life, and then they said, yeah, yeah, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. and obviously they didn't consult Giannis because they know Giannis would have said no. We got to find another way around it, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. deal wouldn't have gotten done. So they did go behind his back. It was probably a bit of I don't know if feathers were ruffled. Obviously, he said what he has said about Drew, but all they're gonna say is well, oh, like if I was obviously in in the in in the front office. And let's say Giannis came angry. Yo, why can you trade Drew? How did the the interview when he said what he said? That's what I'll just hold up and say. You see this? Mm. What he said? We're doing what you stated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. 
you want to go win you want now we're showing you how much you want to win that we had to make this hard sacrifice for you so it can be done so but yeah drew go on that revenge tour man go on that revenge tour with the service is going to be good because i mean i know this sounds a bit shaky with the handle which is obviously a, a concerning factor but i just at least i rather Jalen brown has the ball less as and so it's just only to attack now because mm. Oh boy, that boy left hand. I don't know what's going on. Let him go left. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. Let him go left. You know, um, Brad Stevens. Um, after the trade got done, he was like, "There's a list of guys you never think you'd have the chance to trade for, but would be a perfect fit." Mm. Drew was one, one of, those of them. Guys. Yeah, literally. So I mean, you, as a player, in it, like obviously you get traded, and you hope the team that you're going to are serious. You already know the Celtics are serious, but the fact that they they gave up a lot to get him, man. Yeah. They did, uh, like, I, I think it was a good move, but they gave up a lot to get him. So I think, I think he's going to step into that situation. It's going to be super healthy. He, again, especially with those guys who are like, they're, they're a young team, still relatively young anyway. They're still hungry. Tatum and Brown have a lot to prove as well. Mm. Yeah. Because they both had stinkers in the, <clears throat> in the conference finals last year. The fact that they're at some point, at one point they were 3-0 down is crazy to even think about. Yeah. So, I think I think that it's going to be a back in blood kind of situation. They 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 need to come out start the season like they. I expect them to have at least fifty five wins next season. Yeah, sure. and that's Fair that's enough. still not going to be the number one seed. And that's that's true. They should be get, aiming for sixty really. Hundred percent. Team of that quality. Hundred percent. Between I don't know. The, my only thing is I don't know how everything's going to translate in terms of with this with this um the way the the season's going to roll out this year. I don't know if everyone's going to be completely serious all the way through. You know how it takes teams a little while to get started, chemistry and whatnot. Boston have made a lot of changes. You know, yeah. like I said, they've, they've had four guys leave, like four key guys leave the team. They're now kind of starting up again. Their new starting backcourt is um is going to be Drew Holiday and Derek White. Which is completely obvious. Also, yeah. They're going to run Drew, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, I, and Paul Zingas. In my head, I'm not, I'm, the thing is, in my head, I don't know what it's going to be. Like, Horford at times, I think that it's going to be a, a, a switch between those it's gonna be two. A firm, yeah, it's going to, it's going to change depending on who they're playing. Depending against teams that have, I don't know, if they're playing against Denver, for instance, I reckon Horford, Horford would start yeah, yeah. with Paul Zingas. Yeah. But then, in other games when they're playing against a, a smaller like like the Warriors or something like that, then you might just see maybe Paul Zingas and Horford coming off the bench and I'll start Derek White kind of thing. Because Derek White's a good defensive guard as well. I think they'll they'll do it based on the matchups and the yeah. personal kind of situation. But they're they're gonna be alright. I, I just I'm not like I say this to the Bucks or I want them to st- I think they should start hot go like there's no reason not to because training coming ain't even started bro. It's true. It's, it's media day today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got they got as much time as everyone else to kind of Start working together. Exactly. So, feel it out. We'll see if Pulsing is even around to start the season. Yeah, that one's going to be a big, big if. So, let's move on to the Suns now. Mm. They have now increased the depth of their bench. Crazy. Um, So, this is is what was in question. And now they got it done. Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, KD, Bo Bo, Yusuf Nurkic. That lineup is... Ooh, it's, it's, it's nice. You said Nurkic, so it's not like 
Yeah, it's the the thing is I say it's, to hate, I, no, I'll say it's nice because at least from Bobo and 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 from that is that you got Bobo. He's young, you know. He's like offensively, defensively 100%. great, rebound everything. He's got a proof side, so that's yeah. him there. Obviously, we know about the other three guys, solid, and it's just gonna be a thing where Nurkic is not gonna have as it's not gonna be too much from like he can really chill on this and say, look, I just mm-hmm. need to do my part and I can chill. I'm happy. That's it. But um. Yeah, Grayson Allen, the uh, most hated, one of the most hated players in. <laughs> He's gonna thrive in Phoenix. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. Because nobody likes Phoenix. Yeah, they need they need a guy like like him who's gonna be flying around there trying to hurt people. You know, I think I think you look at a lot of the the teams that really have some success. They always have that one kind of wild card guy. Yeah. And I, I, first of all, he, he 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 can shoot. He's not an amazing shooter, but he can. Leave him open, he's going to be able to shoot he's as well. Play or shoot, but, is it? Yeah. but he hustles a lot, man. And as much as I think he's a dirty, dirty player, and I think he's a good person, I think he's going to he's gonna um, massively benefit in being on that bench unit for the for the Suns as well, man. Massively. 100%. I mean, the Suns as well, I don't know how that's going to be a big teething period because mm. you're essentially, Bradley Bill is going to have to become a point in some sort of way. Or I don't know if they. I thought gonna, it was Devin Booker. I thought it was Devin Booker. They said tra- in training camp, Bradley Bill's gonna come in as the point, but maybe it might make sense for it to be Devin Booker because obviously just just of what he's learned with the time with CP3. I think he had a lot of opportunity as well because the yeah. time CP CP got hurt. Devin, so, Devin Booker was running because I remember there was a period of time where campaign and Chris Paul were hurt. Yeah. So Devin Booker was, and even if he's not explicitly a point guard, he's had a lot of ball handling um, opportunities playing in in Phoenix, man. No, that's true. So let, let me let me ask you a question about about these Phoenix Suns mm. because, like you said, they've added the depth they needed. They already had the the big three. Yeah, you're now adding um, Nurkic to that as well, which I think is a very serviceable. Like, mm. I don't think your big man needs to be much better than than Nurkic for you, to, as long as your other players are good anyway. Because I think mm. he's decent enough defensively. He's a good rebounder. And he's a big body as well. He's not like an undersized center, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What What do you expect from, from these sons? Because no one's really put... I feel like because their move happened so early in the off-season, we spoke about it. Anyway, Everyone anyway. spoke about it. And then now all the other shit has started to un- unravel, unwind. I don't feel like, you know, like I don't, I don't think people are really locked into what's going on in Phoenix. I mean... You know, because other things has happened, which we'll also talk about um, Julian's team. Um, but it's like, it's it's not talked about as much because obviously with all the recent things that has been happening, but it's similar with the Suns. Like, you can't put that three together. And the thing is as well is, at first, I know people are like, mm, those three, yeah, but the thing is, those three players can all play very well off ball and know how to, and they, they're not selfish players. KD is a player that can fit into any system easily. That's Mm -hmm. great. Devin Booker as well. He can play on ball. He can play off ball. He can, he's he's upgraded defensively. So he's kind of revolutionized himself a bit more to fit into a team like this. And Bradley Bill is just a pure hooper. Just wants a, just a chance. So, and because KD is not, he ain't selfish, Devin Booker knows how to play with other stars now as well. 
and Bradley Bill wants to, just a chance. I think it's not going to be as bad as people think, mm. but there's three of you together now, three pure scorers together. Like if we put their career averages together, that's 73 points combined together. That should, that is, and I'm not saying they're all going to get their career averages every night, but it's going to be, I think for the Suns, they is going to be a battle where I kind of expect them to be in the finals. Mm -hmm. um, I think the only two teams to kind of block their path Obviously, I'm not going to forget about the Nuggets, even though they've lost a few players or everything. But mm -hmm. the Nuggets and the Lakers, I think there are two teams who can possibly stop in their path. Um, Golden State is, they're just always a, you never just kind of, because you never know what they can do. It's, it all depends on it. Like, no Clippers. I've said it last time from before. <laughs> well, not I'm not talking, breathing about it. I'm not mentioning or chatting about them guys at all because certain men in that team are eyeing the Olympics but can't even flipping play a whole series <laughs> for their team. I don't care about... For the for me now, I'm not trying to hear nothing from all, the Clippers. All I, all I know, Rodney, yeah. Be available. All I know, Rodney, Be so available. From both of your teams, yeah, in this FIBA tournament, none of them men were out there really in the final, were they? Listen, Where but they? no, but what I'm no, saying is they? okay. No, but listen, because because your boy Luca wasn't there. Hotel Kyrie went about. Fam. Yeah. What was Mikel Bridges doing? Running around with his ass up. What you saying? Listen here, but this is not the, the question. We're not. This we're not even. It's not even about that. That's the thing because the Clippers has been one of the... The thing is, yeah, is that the Clippers have recently, the Clippers have been one of the biggest what-if teams right. and there's a proven Everyone's track. Everyone's a what-if team. Yeah, yeah, no, but the Clippers are one of the biggest ones because it's like right. we haven't gotten to see, it's like someone's always hurt, someone's always, someone, there's always something every year. Do you know what that reminds me of? What's that reminds Just one short year ago. Mm. One short year oh, ago. That's a whole different situation. No, how how is it a different situation? That's it's, it's different worse. than. It's no, worse. no, 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 no. Because it is because you're. Why you talking about when we had that that free? Yeah, yes, of course. Okay, it's no. Worse. First of all, first of all, that's the biggest what if team. Okay, first of all, they played fourteen wait, wait, wait. games together. Yeah. But but the thing is, yeah, obviously you guys have been doing it consistently. So yeah, yeah. let's let's yeah. Let's, yeah. let's just not forget about yeah. that. Yeah. Secondly, at least like we. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna say that. I can't say we went some because you. Paul George did take you guys to the Western Conference Finals by himself, so cool. But the thing is, yeah, is that with the Clippers and how everything's constructed, how everything is, you got what two of the top five two-way players in the league, in my opinion, anyway. Still, they're still yeah. yeah, and very, very the depth in your team. My, you look at the depth that you have in your team like you, everything yeah I'm you, everything that the clippers have in it is like this is it's like a well-oiled machine to take on any challenge mm -hmm. every single contender in the west mm -hmm. if you was to pick one team that could probably take them down what what name are you going to hear clippers uh, in the east anyone who can stop any of the teams what's one of the teams you're always going to mention clippers because of the depth defensive ability shooting like almost major or mostly everything is covered. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fam, boom. And then, and then now with what happened with 
the next during that period, cool. I understand. The exact same thing happen. injuries. Okay, but the thing is, injuries and your, guys, your guys injuries, are striking. Your, yeah, okay, players, wait, yeah, okay, but, striking. but your injuries happened during the season. Like you lot just the, gave up. You lot gave up. How can you say that when guys on your team literally gave up? How can you <laughs> say you, that? No. What do you mean you didn't give up? Like James Harden didn't give up. He was injured. He has his hamstring. James Harden didn't give up before he came to the next. He gave up. Yes, no, no, when, and then we had when, to fix it. When, Julian. No, the year when, after, no. Julian, okay, wait, wait, wait. When the James Harden was going to break the year after, did he ever give up? 100%. Yeah, but this was not, this wasn't the first year, he, it was the he, second year where he wanted to go out and go to the Sixers. Bro, he, he gave up enough to go to another team. Again. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, but not, I'm saying in the first year that he first came. Didn't KD ask up? Wait, wait. So KD gave up as hey, well. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. Didn't Carrie ask up? Hey, yeah. there. So Carrie gave hey up as there, well. Let's talk about the Clippers giving up. Wait. All three of them gave up. But okay. my guys are still here. Hey, 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 there. In the time, wait, hang on. Let's talk about this quickly. Hang on. The is Clippers. This, <laughs> is, is this, <laughs> no, because you did this. I didn't want to do this. You did this. No, no, no. You started this. You Rodney, wanted. You created something. First of all, I didn't. You, 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 you two. You said the Clippers. I didn't say anything, did I? Mm. I think. So I this didn't, is you. No, you I said the Clippers. No, so now, 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 now you're. So it's you, Randy. But now you're dealing with the consequences. That's so hang on. Wrong. The Clippers got to put the team together in that time. The Nets put together. Sorry, I always say put together in that time. The Nets acquired Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. And they still they split up, and the Clippers are, we're still we're still together, bro. And doing what? That's the same thing you wanted then. Except we're we're, we're we're making playoff runs. Barely. <laughs> listen, bro. We've had more success than you, and that says a lot. No. Okay. Well, let's go. Okay. No. Yes, we're we still, have. Okay. Yes, we oh, have. All right. You know what? Yes, did fine. you really even make a conversation? Didn't you get swept? Why are we doing this? Okay, first of all, let's talk, let's, nah, let's wait a minute. Let's wait a minute. Okay, let's wait a minute. Let's let's let's. Oh, back to, to back, to back years. Okay, and on his birthday. Okay, and on your last birthday. Year, last year didn't count because I was a particle. Yeah, so <laughs> last year didn't count. The year of the Celtics, that one flipping hurt, and I had no words. Because I was a spanking. Yeah, that was yeah, bad. That was, that, that was that was really really bad. So cool. Um, but like okay the first year like I say That's and I so said this cool. <laughs> I said this all the time that first year was great like James Harden and Kyrie alone went on like a 16 game win streak or something like that like they yeah. was doing bits yeah. and obviously when they all came together obviously that solo team got whooped and clearly they held a grudge <laughs> but they got they got whooped the Milwaukee Bucks who were the champions and I'm going to say this every single time. And I even had a recent conversation about this. And I went back to the footage, slowed it down, watched it with someone who is against the Nets and Carry, by the way, mm-hmm. and also agreed that Giannis's positioning was a bit hee hee hee. So cool. Okay. Morky Box were getting whooped. We all know this because they was getting whooped. They was getting blown out. Everything. Pause. But they was getting rammed <laughs> from all angles. You say pause and you go further. <laughs> <laughs> <It's sad. laughs> I don't know if it counts if you preambled. But they was getting absolutely finished. And okay. then what happens? I went back to watch the tape recently. And I said, okay, let me really investigate this because I want to understand how this all happened. So Kyrie, like Drew was there, but he was already, you know, he, he's, he's already won the battle against Drew for the layup there. Now, when when Giannis ran it, I'm not saying when he first ran in, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he first ran in, so my tone has changed because usually I was saying he's an enemy. But when he first ran in, was fine. But what he did, yeah, when he ran in, boom, boom, cool. But... 
because the ball was ready in the basket, there was going to be no rebound because you can see the ball was in. There was easily anyone can see it, even the two year old will understand. Positioning first, it was bam bam, he was clear. Then he decided to tweak his other foot, which shouldn't have been there anyway because he was actually in an awkward angle when he stood like that, right underneath Kyrie. Are you still going on about right underneath Kyrie? And that happened. And then once that went down, so we have to now, it's now KD with just James because there was no Harden because he was injured, just no, one leg. And then that got, and that went to a seven game series. You've got so no, but that went to a seven, no, 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 but that went to a seven game series and KD's toe is, is why we didn't make it there. We can do a battle of the bums right now. It doesn't matter, yeah, because my team have gone through the same thing. Kawhi got injured by Joe, Joe Ingles in, in, a, in a series. We end up beating them, but then in the West Coast rounds, we got ours beat by Phoenix because we didn't have Kawhi. I can make the same, it doesn't matter, bro, because at the end of the day, none of us have rings. Okay. Okay, we're good. Actually, yeah, we just, we're good. Katie's got two rings, Kyrie's got one, so. Kawhi has two, what do you want? What do you want? What That's are you doing That's still here? more, Kawhi has two. <laughs> yes, we got three. We got three, Kawhi oh, has two. Right. We win. We win. But I don't want to hear anything about the Clippers because okay. I, for me anyway, you guys should have had right. ample opportunities let, to let, win the ring. Let me, let me get to this, yeah. So, right now, the Phoenix Suns have 19 players on their roster. Which is crazy. Four guys have to get cut. Yeah, but then the, the funny thing is they had no roster. Now they've got two, two Only two guys have to get cut because they can have two guys on a two-way, two-way, two-way contracts. So, Grace Nellon. Stays cool. Um, Azabu, uh, uh, Udoka Azabuke, he's on a two-way contract. So he stays on a two-way yeah. anyway. Kia bates up, new player. Stays. Bradley Bill, Bowl Bowl, Devin Booker, stays. KD, yep. Drew Eubanks, yep. Keon mm-hmm. Johnson, who they got in the eight and trade. Mm-hmm. Jordan Goodwin. Why does that name sound familiar? Was he on their team? He was on their team lot. No, it says new. He's, 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 he's the first one gone. Eric Gordon, Damian Lee, Saban Lee, who's on a two-way contract as well. Nazir Little, who they got in the eight and trade. Chemezi Metu from Sacramento. Yusuf Nurkic, we've been speaking about him. Joshua Kogi, Ish uh, Wainwright, and then Yuta Watanabe. So, the only, the only, wait, bro, the only returning, Devin Booker, KD, Damian Lee, Joshua Kogi, and Ish Wainwright. That's the only, five guys out of 19 mm. are what they're returning. Everyone else. So as much as as much as I think they have a good roster, they've sorted out the deck issues. There's no continuity in that team. But the thing, all right, let's keep it a buck now. Why is Damian Lee returning? What do you mean? Why is he returning? Why not? I, I think that's a waste of time. He's a serviceable if, if, player. If if, we, if I went through this, I, I could find guys I'd rather cut than Damian. I'm not yeah. like maybe Jordan Goodwin. Ish, well, nah, he can go. Yeah, Jordan Goodwin can go. Savingly. From from what I'm seeing as well, like of these guys, they haven't really got point guards like that, bro. Yeah, that's that's something I knew. They like there's there's uh, Saving Lee is on a two way contract, so I'm not even gonna count him. <laughs> who who on this team is a point guard? That pure point. No one, bro. Zero. They've got all these wings and stuff. So, um, one thing I saw was that Phoenix should go and get TJ McConnell. Okay. Which would make a lot of sense. Yes, he's that a would. Vet, vet guard out there, and he's he was he was always sly. He was, he was yeah. the best. The best player Phoenix could have got was um, Tyus Jones, you know. Mm. And he's at the Spurs. No, he's not the Spurs. Washington, his brother's at the Spurs. Oh, yeah, yeah his brother's he was Spurs. at Memphis, in it, and then they they got involved he's in so a smart free Yeah, he's he's just a, he's just a solid point guard, isn't it? Like that's that's who they 
really could have used is probably their six man. But I think I think like I said, I think Phoenix gonna be good. They're gonna be locked in, but it's just I think it's gonna take them a little while to get rolling. Hundred percent. That's they, gonna they, take a while. When you have when you have that many fourteen new players, you need to figure out you need to figure out your rotation. Everything. <laughs> there's gonna there's gonna be guys who are, who are on this team that will not be there at the end of the season because they'll either get traded or dropped. It's just where it's gonna work because you can't have that many players. Everyone's everyone's trying to get minutes on this team. Every single person on this team is gonna want minutes. So there's Fair gonna be some hard truths. There's gonna be some hard truths. Some people are gonna be very very shocked. But, you know, free free paychecks and whatnot, innit? That's something I wanted to talk about, speaking of the Suns, we've not really touched on it, we didn't touch on it a lot in our um, reaction, but the Ayton, everything about DeAndre Ayton and him let's, finally leaving, let's, yeah, okay. which is something yeah. that has been kind of hanging on since, obviously, he was meant to go to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, India, I, Indiana offered him a contract, he, offered accepted. Him, he accepted it. Suns matched it. That's the only reason that he ended up staying as, at the Suns in Maine. Because they didn't want to let him walk for free. And... Luckily, they did get a good return from hence yeah. why it was a, it was a really really good thing to do. But you now look at the situation with um, he's gone somewhere where I don't know if you guys have seen the clips, but he's saying that he's so happy to be here and he's like smiling. He looks so happy, like mm. he, it's like a cloud has been lifted from him, and That's he's a fresh start. Fresh start for him. I think he's away from that. I think there was a lot of animosity between him, the front office, the mm. head coaches. There was a lot of things that just didn't work out in phoenix mm-hmm. and um yeah I, I believe that they're in a he's in a much better place now but they got a good return from him getting their kitchen helps them in that, that aspect as well do you know what i think is is something i find very interesting about this whole Aiden situation it's like i don't know if Aiden was ever gonna completely work out for Phoenix going for, going forward anyway i think they were gonna this year was gonna have to be the year because yeah. he was beefing with monty williams he wasn't playing in like certain moments. Do you remember like he, he got benched in the playoffs yeah, when, did, when you yeah. think it would make sense for him to be playing. Um, so I, I just think I, I get why Phoenix have moved him. I think Phoenix have made a great job in terms of, you know, pick, finding another player to kind of fill the void and not really miss out on it whilst also not paying. They're probably paying close to half the money, mm. which is which is a great move for them anyway. But then you look at DeAndre Ayton in Portland now. Portland regarded him as a top five centre in the, in the league, you know. Unfortunately, when you do look at the way the league is set, top five. He's not five, but he's he's, he's unfortunately top ten. He really could be top five though, because I'm trying to think now. But like, then the problem is, even the five, you're looking obviously. I can't Embiid, lie. I Jokic. take I take Brook Lopez over him. Mm, yes, I nah. would. It, it, it depends. It he probably squeezes that boy. 50 that now. boy can't defend the great. He can't guard the pick and roll great anymore. Yeah, it depends. He, he's, he's. I'm sorry, but Aiden's washed. He's he's done out here. There's, there's three leading ones in Bam and Bead and Jokic, and then between that, there's a massive drop off. And within yeah. that drop off, Aiton kind of leads the drop off. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm putting Brook Lopez over Aiton. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm putting Brook Lopez over Aiton. Aiton for me, Aiton's washed. He's gonna go to trouble. I know what he's gonna he's, do there. He's still young though, mate. He's 25. For and washed, it. young <laughs> and washed. Like he's he's, he's had good moments sometimes. No, he's not great. This is it. Listen. All. Number one pick. Mm. Cool, he was suspended at what point in time? But the I'm not saying the opportunity for a leap and a change is gone, but I'm just saying for what he was rated and how he obviously was coming into league from what he is now, it's like 
I don't know if there's been a dimension of his character or his abilities or whatnot, but there's just times where he's just he's just there. He's just floating on the court. Like, what is he doing? I just mm. I don't have any confidence or faith in it. And maybe this situation is what's going to help him to mm. be, you know, okay, eight again. But the issue is just even having dead book on the court. He wasn't taking no accountability. He wasn't up to no mistakes. Even the mistakes he's made, he was making the same mistakes after Chris Paul and Devin Booker during that time were telling him as well. He's just overreacting, crying, whinging. Beef, obviously, when it comes to beefing with the coach and organizations, yeah. that's a whole other thing. But with your teammates as well, it's not hard to, be, you know, my, but let me, it's not that you're crying and whinging, you're sitting, you're sitting on the bench, frowning, you're wearing funny glasses when you ain't playing. Like, yeah. come on, man. I can't lie. I'm just, I, maybe this is what Portland, they're going to bring sign out and what they're going to, because they have him high regard, highly regarded. He's going to feel welcomed and he's going to, you know, maybe change. But for me, it's just, yeah, he's a throwaway. Like, and it just goes to show Phoenix just, it, it probably didn't even, I don't know where it started from, but probably from, from performance. But it's a lot of things know, that, man. like, um, I'm looking here and it's saying how, um, I think a lot of it was down to they didn't trust him. They didn't believe in him. Mm. Um, Damn. It's crazy to look at now as well because obviously Aiden was their number one pick. Mm. And not only was he a number one pick, the draft where he was the number one pick, you could have had Trey Young, mm. Luka Doncic, yeah. um, Shea, yeah. Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> like a lot of other guys that probably would have fit, fit with Phoenix a lot better. At the time, I, mean, I understand like, Aiton was regarded as the best best player in the in the draft. He was a center, and that was a big need for Phoenix. And it wouldn't it wouldn't stop Devin Booker's growth or anything like that. But at the same time, like I just feel like they must feel a slight type of way about the fact that it just never really worked. Um, but again, for Aiton, massive opportunity for you to now like rebrand yourself completely because you're you're going to be the vet on that team, really, isn't it? Like I think. <laughs> Good luck. I think. <laughs> I think once 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 Portland like hammer hammer a few things out in terms of their their roster in terms of getting rid of Jeremy Grant has to go. Yeah, and Malcolm and Brogdon too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even Rob Williams, I don't think they're going to keep because why would they have Rob Williams and DeAndre in? It doesn't yeah. make sense. You can't you can't play them both together. So I think there's still moves to be to be made. I don't think any of those guys are staying there. But Aiton is definitely staying. Mm-hmm. I think Aiton is the new cornerstone um, franchise center, and that's fine. You still got Scoot. You still got Shane and Sharp to play to to um, to play together as well. And then I think they can still. They, there's still a couple more moves that they could definitely make to to either get yourself draft capital or you know other players that can really come in and contribute and be be players that can grow within this team as well. Because everyone knows, no one's expecting Portland to come out here and be you know in the playoffs next year or the year after or anything like that. But you know, it's a five to ten year project now, throughout the situation. So, Aiden has a great opportunity to be the best player on a young team. Yeah, I think that's fair, and I think I, w- I was alluding before to teams. I mean, the improvement of um, the Celtics and obviously the Bucks, Phoenix. Like we said, they going well, the way they went out was pretty sad, but at least they they obviously let CP three go, Aiden goes. These are peak guys that were part of their cornerstone run in 2021 they've all left so now it's a completely fresh team i think we, i just read there they've only got booker is the only player from the 2021 um, finals run which is crazy it's only two seasons on and you're looking at a team that is 
literally brand new, quite fresh, massively, massively improved in my opinion. So what they've managed to essentially flip for CP3 and Aiton, managed to get a lot of squad depth, some really good guys that can come in and chip in, obviously getting Brad Bill is massive. Um, they've really, really improved. To me, we've not really said it, but it needs to be said, they should be championship or bust. There's nothing, like this is one of the, the, the best teams in terms of quality. You can't have Devin Booker, Brad Bill and KD on one team and think they, that's championship or nothing. Do you know what I mean? They, they should be at least saying conference finals with the view to topple Denver and get to the NBA finals. That's their aim. Nothing else should really be below because I think like you said, people are not really saying much about them in terms of that championship and everything. It's just kind of being left there and the pressure's on the Bucks and the Celtics because they've made the recent mm-hmm. trades. But Brad Bill, and like, there's pressure there too, you know. like They have to show up. 100%. Booker as well. Like mm. All these moves have been made. Guys at like CP3 and Aiton and whatever, they've come, they've gone. You've got no excuse. You've got everything you need to now win. You've got to go there and it's got to get done this season. You've got, like you said, championship window's small mm. and it's closing, so you've got to get it done. While, while we're talking about this, can we... I just want to talk about Portland. Yeah. Because I think we've established, like, you know, there were teams that definitely won on the trade. And I said to you, when we were giving grades up, I said that, that Portland got a U. Yeah. Because at the time, they'd only acquired DeAndre Ayton and... Uh, the Milwaukee picks, right? Yeah. But they've now, essentially what they've done, they've turned Damian Lillard into Aiton, Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, this Kamara guy who I still have never seen play. I don't know if he's a rookie. I think he, he, he's, he was a rookie. Yeah. Then you're talking about five first-round picks, essentially. It'll be pick, Two of them will be pick slots, but you've got five first-round picks. Yeah. That's the kind of haul it should be for yeah. a player like Dame. However... They're still going to move. Like, you know, Robert Williams is probably most likely... I don't think Michael Brown is definitely... I think the Clippers are most likely going to try and get him now or another team that just need a competent guard. But we're talking about potentially more picks that can come out of this as well from one player. Mm. Now so, it's not a you. Maybe it's, it's not, definitely maybe not. it's not one because obviously Nurkic had to go as well. Mm. But, I mean, I think they've done a, a great job in terms of in terms of being able to turn something into nothing, nothing into something. Sorry. Um, not only that as well, I saw that Miami were trying to get Drew as well, and Portland weren't fucking with him. Really? And I think there's, I think this whole Dame situation has really gotten Portland in a situation where they're not messing with Miami at all. Because oh, why is that? Something has happened, isn't no, it? No, yeah, to me it makes sense. So think about it. Yeah, Portland said, "Wait, our guy wants to go to your team," and I think Miami t- tried to take advantage. Mm. I think Pat Pat Riley was not be, was not in it, and we said it before as well. He wasn't yeah. really negotiating. He put one offer on the table and said, "Take this, and we're not giving you anything else." In that situation, now why would they then go and deal them Drew Holiday? Instead, what have they got got and done? Miami's two biggest competitors yeah, got yeah. <laughs> and Miami have have, have gotten worse because they've lost uh, Strauss and, and Vincent and Vincent. Yeah, mm. that's tough. Boy, karma, man, karma. It's very very tough. Um, yeah, so now obviously I'm assuming our grades have changed for Portland, even though I gave a C um, from the jump. Um, I'll give them a B. No, no, they've got a I'll, good haul so far. Yeah. I'll have to give credit. I need to see what the rest of the moves look like, but right now they've put a lot of faith in us that they know what they're doing. Ish. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, moving on swiftly, um, do you know what today is? NBA Media, Media Day. Day. Oh, I don't know what you're about to do here, yeah. Is so 
Um, <laughs> it was media day today. Um, still probably is. Yeah, it still probably is. Um, and a few interesting things Jimmy's have happened hair. today. Uh, yeah, so Jimmy has officially transformed into a Karen. Um, <laughs> he put two nose rings, the eyebrow horn piercing. I, I don't know what he done, what he was doing. Is Jimmy trolling? Oh, for, uh, I hope so. I really it's do crazy. hope so because I I just don't understand why. Like I'm just like, but what made you go with this? Like, mm. uh, like you could have just dyed your hair green, purple. I don't know, red. Oh, I don't last year he was moving mad. Though. He had the yeah, had but the, that was more like dreads, okay, yeah. dreads. Like, more okay, like what? Cool. He still looked nuts. Yeah, no, but better dreads than what? So you, are you talking? He he had a middle point. <laughs> <laughs> He had a middle, really bro had a middle point. Nah, he's got a crazy fringe, like a that crazy. Bro, he had a middle point. Like the, the the funniest thing to me is that obviously like the pictures that they take on media, they will be using TK. That's why. So I don't know if TK got to update this or not yet, but Jimmy's picture from last year with his dreads is on TK. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll be next year's one or when they update. But if they put this on, but he does it on purpose, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I said before as well, the reason he does it is to bring attention to this team because no one's looking at them anymore. They've fumbled. They, they have. They've messed them up. And I've, I've, you know what? I'm not even gonna say they. I'm purely and solely blaming Pat Riley. I feel like his godfather status has gone out of hand. They've, they've got enemies, bro. Yeah, and yeah. now yeah. he's. People, he's, don't, people don't want to see Miami win. And it's like, I don't know, man. Pat, Pat Riley. I think whether he done everything that he could have, we don't know. Like I said one offer is that's a bit that's kind of poor still um especially yeah, it's kind of poor especially a if lot come of players back, have wanted so. to go there kd that's the thing exactly so the list goes on like. kd um donovan mitchell yeah bradley bill mm. and now um i said yeah kd donovan mitchell bradley bill and flipping damian Lillard. like four superstars or stars whatever they have wanted to go to your team and none of them have landed why why, Pat? Because, because they, let's be honest, they, they've had three, the second they extended Bam and Tyler Hero, they were never going to be able to add anything else to that unless they traded one of them. That's just the, 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 the facts of the situation. But as I've, as I've continued to say, their best player is not good enough to be the best player on a championship winning team. And credit to Jimmy because they've been to the, they've been to the finals. I can't say they haven't because they've been to the finals. Mm. But there always seems to be when they go up against a legit superstar in the finals, it's it's not enough. It's like there's this time was worse as well because the second they got into that series with Denver, I don't think anyone thought that Miami no. were going to be able to. Maybe prior to, but you you saw what Denver were doing, and it was like Denver were by far like no, it wasn't even slightly close. Denver were by far the best team yeah. in the playoffs last year. And it really highlights your point because it's like not that Jimmy Butler is not good, but it's it's not enough because. No. They were throwing how many defenders at him? Aaron Gordon, KCP, mm. Jamal Murray. You're like, Coldwell Pope, they were throwing so many bodies at him defensively yeah. and they mainly threw like Aaron Gordon. Obviously, he's a bigger guy. He's going to be... And the way Jimmy Butler gets these buckets is very hard working. Yeah. So now it's like extremely hard. Like, you, they've, they've done that. So offensively, 
drained. It, it, it weren't happening. It weren't flowing. And it's like, you've got two supers. You've got Jamal Murray and Jokic. And they yeah. were playing out of their minds. Bam was holding up his end of the bargain. He was doing, he was, he was doing his end of the bargain. But Jimmy started to deflate. And that's where they needed Tyler Hero. Would have he made a big difference to the whole series? Mm, I think either way, your um, Nuggets were still going to win anyway. But that score, our solid scoring star that can go toe to toe with at least one of them, it wasn't there. Because even as good as Bam was, he wasn't doing what Jokic was doing. Because mm. Jokic was putting points on the board, mm. getting his teammates involved. And it's like, Bam couldn't keep up with that. There's a different caliber here. Jimmy Butler wasn't keeping up with, with Jamal Murray. So now the two of your best players on your team aren't going toe-to-toe with the two best players on the other team. That's curtains because now the role players as well were getting smoked. Max Schroes, uh, is that really a loss? Zero oh, in the on, finals. No, zero in the finals. Yeah, it might be zero in the yeah, finals. Exactly. Exactly. Leading up to that. Bro, the guys like, guys like Caleb, Caleb Martin... Caleb or Cody? It was Caleb, Caleb right? yeah. Caleb Martin was a big reason why they even got past Boston. We're not gonna lie and say he wasn't like shooting like crazy. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never seen him play like that before. But it, like, no one had ever seen him play like he, that before. He, he's never seen himself but play like that before. Like. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Listen, no, don't say it like that because it does, because no, no, it no, doesn't no, matter. No, 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 it doesn't matter. I, I, I said this to you before as well. Yeah, you you were hating up Jimmy Butler. Yeah, when he was doing that stuff in the first round and the second round. Yeah, but now now you're getting onto role players instead of blaming the best player on the team. I'm about to get. I'm about to get. I don't want to hear anything about Max Streets. I'm still. I'm I don't want to hear anything about Gabe Vincent. Let me go from the bottom of the pile first and then to the match shoes zero points terrible mm. role playing what was going on mm. that's us I'm sorry For, mm. we have to we have to point that out mm-hmm. we have to point that out zero points and as much as you start saying yes oh he did and all this stuff him and Jimmy I'm a, yeah I'm going to include Jimmy in this as well as much as we're saying what they done to get there yes you know they did a lot they did this everything but I heard this analogy today and it made a lot of sense. If you're winning money mm. in a casino, mm. you've won 10 million. Mm. Yeah, like you've just already run 10 million and then on the last bet that you do ever, you lose it all. Yeah. They're going to talk about how you lost it. They're not going to talk about, oh, he had 10 million. They're going to talk about, well, oh, he lost 10 million. The same way with Jimmy and Shrews, what they done from the first round to get there, yes, it was great. But what were you speaking about? How they came up short. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. They both came up short. Okay. Jimmy came up short. Shrews didn't even come up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. what I say. I don't think he's lost. Get 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 that zero ass guy out of here. <laughs> I, I, I hear what you're saying, whatever, but at the end of the day, there are you can put uh, loads of reasons why Miami weren't able to get this deal off. So you can say Pat Riley, you can say they're not liked by the league, whatever it is. At the end of the day, they did not put a good, like whether who it was, they did not have the assets to pull off this trade. That's that's all it is. Because if they, if as much as you can say, oh, they didn't want to offer one of, their th- one of their three guys. If they had better bench players, maybe it could happen, but that's not the case. They did not have good enough assets to pull off this trade to where they still be able to contest. But I think they just, Portland just didn't really dislike Hero. I don't think they dislike Hero, but it's like, we've, we've just drafted, we've just drafted a guard, we've got guards, why are you including Tyler Hero? No, but this is what I'm saying, though, that they, they, they didn't have the assets. They, they weren't yeah. being serious. It, 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 but it wasn't there a three-team trade deal where they would have been able to get like, 
someone bro, else. The, the thing is, you know, you know they're not being serious, and they didn't have the assets because the trade they took from Milwaukee was that insanely better than what what than what you telling me Miami could have put a deal like that together. Mm. They could have probably thrown in more draft picks as well. We constructed a mini one last week anyway ourselves, and I think that made sense with what we constructed. So I, I don't understand why they couldn't pull that off. But they made it very clear that they wanted the centre because when they said when they said they're going to do with Miami, well, they want Bam. Mm. They said they wanted a centre and what with Miami not offering a centre? So don't be shocked when the trade that yeah, happened. I mean, football, it would, it would be... They're not, was never going to give up Bam. No, but one of, those three, one of those three had to be sacrificed and they didn't need a guard. That's the one thing they didn't need. Maybe, because ignore that they drafted Scoot. Ignore that. They still had the guy they drafted first round last year and Anthony Simons. Come on, man. It's not making sense. So they just didn't have the assets. They didn't have the center or whatever whatever the deal breaker was. They didn't have it on their team. And that's fine. That is is what it is. But I think looking forward now, you have to say to, to, to Miami, like, if Jimmy had a bag like he had haircuts. Damn. That's tough. I'm looking at you. If, if 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 Jimmy had a bag like he had haircuts, they'd be in a better situation. Hundred percent. And I'm I'll hold my hands up. Yeah, hold my hands up. You're doing too much. No, I wasn't doing too much. You're doing too much. No, I wasn't doing too much. Ronnie, you're doing too much. No, I wasn't doing too much. If I pull up these stats of Jimmy Butler again, you're gonna get embarrassed. Bro, no, I wasn't doing too much because you called him MJ Sun. I call who? No, no, come on, man. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, I mean, in my pictures, head, it's there was pictures there. Jimmy G buckets in my head, in my Jimmy head, bro. Okay, G but the thing is, yeah, the, the thing is, I don't understand what happened because you called him MJ Sun, by the way. No, that's the, there was a pic, there was a picture of him, half of his face and MJ's face. They looked alike. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the same picture of Anthony Evans. What's your point? They say hey, they said black people look alike. No, I'm saying those two are like MJ. Come on, come on, man. But the thing is, is that. How he performed in Milwaukee, yeah? Wait, because I know you're eager to, 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 to criticise. How he performed in Milwaukee, especially even from the mid-range and the free, is like, okay, Jimmy's really starting to say, listen, I've got a bit of a bag, you know, because he was hitting sidestep threes. He was hitting face. He was, the thing is, I'm thinking this is the type of, you know, this is what he's going to bring out. But if it's not in your bag permanently then I mean what can you say in it people people, people Jimmy's the only person I've ever seen yeah get praised for not trying in NBA games like that's the only person I've ever heard because if he can do it in the playoffs he can do it in the regular season he chooses not to because he has to save it for the playoffs right that has to be the only, the only explanation yeah the only explanation right but how can you how can you be credited for that then you're telling me that you, you can't play X amount like your 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 season average if you did that throughout the throughout the regular season, that'd be what maybe a quarter of the season. And the thing where is, where you can have games like that. The thing is, as well, is that do you know what the mistake as well what? is that he doesn't do the regular season, uh-huh. so he's not also working on a bag in the regular season. So when it comes to postseason, it's like, yo, these things that I've been working on throughout the regular season, I can also bring out now. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what. Boy. What what post Jimmy comes out with next year? Because that's all he's really right now. I'm not expecting anything but citations and citizens arrest, bro. <laughs> he, he was out here cooking the box because Drew Holiday was gone now. Yeah, yeah. Celtic, as you would say. Yeah, bro. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens now, innit? But where did Miami go from here? Final thoughts on them, bro. What's, what's left? They're just they're gonna keep doing the same shit. They're gonna keep running it back because because like I said, they've got guys on 
extremely long-term contracts now. What they've got now is what they will have. They might as well go get Demarcus Cousins, bro. What happened with Kyle Lowry? Is Kyle Lowry still on the roster? Of course, Stickums. Yeah, is. Yeah. So they still got Kyle Lowry as well. I believe yeah. so. That's where they went wrong, you know. Because yeah. that was that was thirty million they decided to. That was dumb, and he's like, I don't care if it's your friend. It's not a good fit. I don't know why they done it. They don't know why they forced it. They're they're, they're stuck, man. But you know what? They'll probably make another conference finals because that's what they do. That's what they do. Well, yeah. Hopefully they can do something in January to I don't know. Do what with what assets? I don't know. Do something with Carl Lowry, man. I don't know. No one's taking on Carl Lowry. Absolutely no one. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> no, I might take him. Um, now, whilst Jimmy Butler made a uh, you know a performance, uh, a new debut, the new appearance at um, NBA Media Day, others didn't show up. <laughs> the, the guy who quits, right? Your your quit. The, guy who, the, the same guy we were just talking about a minute ago. He, he quits the teams. Yeah, he gives up. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> He has quit on the 76ers. Um, He's one of the most shameless superstars I've do, seen. You know? Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. He, we, we knew we should have known. Like anyone who expected him to turn up to to training camp is to me that day is crazy mm. because he was in the club holding up a sign <laughs> that said Daryl Morey is a liar. liar. Mm. Bottle girls are holding up with sparklers, everything going off, and they have a sign saying Daryl Morey is a liar. Even what he did in the off season, I mean, for those that don't know. He literally, what was it? Was it in Korean or Chinese? Like he was went on a. a, a it was in Asia. In Asia, <laughs> in Asia. <laughs> Asian media ch- channel feed, and literally calls Taramori like like on live TV and explain why he will not, he will never play for the 76ers again. Are He's you not, not putting up much. Are you not, not deep in how crazy this He's guy is? You've, bro. Nev- you've never He's seen insane. a quitter like James Harden <laughs> in like, your life. When he quits, he quits with style <laughs> because overall. holding up a sign. On the Asian tour as well. Do you know what? Yeah. Oh Think my about the first time gosh. he quit. My man put on weight and didn't care. That's true. He and didn't came, care. And that came to humble him because it caused him to get injured, flipping fish. Yeah, but as soon as he somehow he, he signed for the Nets and he had lost the weight, so it was. So, so what? What? Let's just clarify this with, with James. When did James join the Nets? In what year? It, it was, was after COVID. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Well, twenty. Yeah, it was because the bubble was twenty twenty. So it was the end of twenty. It was yeah, no, it was in the it was in January. Innit? It was at um, the deadline trade yeah, deadline. Yeah. That was in twenty twenty one in in I February. Track this because yeah, February twenty twenty one. I so believe you're me before in two that. Years, <laughs> this guy has played for four teams. <laughs> quit on three. Three teams <laughs> about to be four teams. Yeah, he's that's quit, and he's quit on all three. That's insane. Did you know he's a junior? Oh no, I had no idea. Yeah, he's a junior, bro. I wonder what the seniors like. He's the accredited. <laughs> <laughs> that's the senior. No, 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 that's insane. All right, yeah, 2021, he got traded from the Rockets to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this nigga does not care. <laughs> yeah, so in in the space of two year, two seasons, three three seasons, sorry, he's played for the Rockets, the Nets, and the 76ers Damn, that's bad. Bad, but in that time, he's played. Maybe an average, like, bro, he's, this guy's not playing, he's not playing games, bro. <laughs> like, he, like, when I see this guy's on quitting, yeah? The year he got traded from the Rockets to the Nets, he played 44 games. Yeah. The year he got traded from the Nets to the 76ers, he played 65 games, which is good for him. Mm-hmm. Last year, he played 58 games. Now, one thing I have to say, in all of the years I've just mentioned, he's averaged 10, over 10 assists. Yeah? He's averaged... 
like 22, 23 points. Okay. His efficiency has gotten worse pretty, pretty much every year. Um, I just, listen, I would like to see James Harden in LA on my team. I'm, I'm, Because I, I have nothing to lose at this point. I have nothing to lose at this point. What are you giving up for him? We don't have to give up anything. This guy is out here putting up putting public statements about your GM, and you think I'm gonna give you anything of value for James Harden? That's true. A, a, a known quitter. How are you going to? Because you've got we've got we've got bare players on 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 big contracts. So like Marcus Ma- Marcus Morris is probably gonna be gone. Yeah, you um, can really throw him in there. I think one of Nick Batum or Robert Covington as well, and that would make it up near enough. Like we, I, I know we have the the guys on big enough contracts to get the deal done, and I know that. Harden wants to come to LA and he's going to mess up our team as well. I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay with that, man. Russ Harden, Kawhi and Paul George in well, their primes would be like the greatest. Yeah, but like, but out, between the four of them, we've got like two like healthy good players. <laughs> Probably <laughs> one. If that. By the playoffs. If that, man. So, I don't know, man. I just think, I think the reality situation is that guy does not give a damn about anything. Yeah. He's just going to do what he wants to do and that's, this this could really be his last years in the league, because remember he, the only reason he's he's even in this situation is because he opted in for the one year with yeah. Philly because he because apparently hence why Daryl Moore is alive. Daryl Moore said he was going to trade him, yeah. and he has not traded him. So one he's de- this is going to be the last contract he ever earns thirty million a year. Yeah, no one in their right mind is giving this guy any money. Because he, 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 he told you when he gets unhappy. Uh, 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 no, let's not hold it there because Who? Dylan Brooks got his deal. Bro, bro, bro. Houston, even Houston would not give him that because for, for what reason? For what reason? I'm, te- I'm telling you, no team in their right man whose GM is not smoking cess, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> would say, yeah, do you know what? 30. For, bro, it's, it's just a waste for him to just say he wants to leave in a year's time. And you've already given him the money. Right. And you know what really annoys me? Every season, at the beginning of the season, he always goes, I've been getting disrespected. I've been getting disrespected. People don't rate me no more. Oh, I'm going to show these guys. Oh, it's going to be every single year. Mm. And you don't do shite of anything. You stank it up. Like, the, the thing is, he had two good games against the Celtics, I think. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And it's like, do you know, sometimes I'm watching and I'm like, I feel like he's not trying. Like, he's just like, you know what he is, what he is at this point. Like, sometimes it look like yeah. the two games he played, it's not even like he tried, but it was like, you know what? It's, it's happening today, isn't it? He gives, he gives, I think he just gives up. Yeah, and I'm just like, but I don't care. I just don't understand. And it's like, what? man, this James Harden guy, man. This James Harden guy. He's, he's a very stressful character. But that, yeah, they, I know... Um, I didn't say it was going to work on a trade anyway because it didn't show up to NBA media day. The thing is, yeah, like like I said, any team in in their right, you cannot give give anything of value in return for him. So the only way it's happening is if Philly take the take the L, and they will take the L because he's only on a one year deal. Mm. And you know he'll either just say I'm not playing this year, or he'll just he'll he'll, he'll um, play and leave for free. Might as well yeah. get something back in return. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, the 76ers are in big trouble. Bro, what does this mean for Embiid? Yeah, exactly. I was against that. They're in big trouble because Embiid even tweeted this offseason was fun. Laugh my ass off. Daryl Morey even favorited it. Like, don't favorite it and don't do nothing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? 
Philly should have got Drew Holiday. Yeah, hands on. There was Joe's trying to pursue him, but that didn't work. They should have just yeah, because Portland didn't. They would have had to give up Harden. Portland probably didn't want him. Yeah. Um, apparently you're trying to give up Harden in that trade anyway. For um, Drew and one for Dame and Portland just said no twice. Yeah, because because he's not serious. They they know the guys. He's not going to be happy in Portland. Is he? he's no way. Playing and want to leave. Probably sit out the whole season or something like that. The only team that should really take him is somebody who's just trying to do a salary cap dump. Mm. So yeah. that's got good weather. Me. It don't matter what weather it is. Bro. About Miami, bro. That's not awful. Honestly, it's no, not. What awful. about Miami? What do a Kyle Lowry for James Hunter? Something along them lines, and personally, yeah. from Miami. Philly. Like, Larry's from Philly. Bearing in mind, like Miami could do with he's, he's a guard. Not, no, no, he's no. not good. Great, but, but Miami, he's something. Miami wouldn't do it. Yeah, he's not. He's the, he's, thing he's is, the yeah. opposite. You don't, you don't fit the Heat culture. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, if if there's if there's a team that I would send someone who has messed up, like really messed up. Yeah. But if they're really willing to actually reinvent themselves and try, I honestly send them Miami because that culture and how they are is an actual chance and usually is gonna get you into a better space. Like, I would agree with you normally. However, Kyle, Kyle Larry got in got in shape. He, he didn't did, do nothing. They, they called him a fat ass still there, bro. Like it was crazy. <laughs> the, the the reason it won't work here is because to be a Miami, you need to have what work ethic. Also, Harden's not a young boy and he don't care about half the shit in it. That's true. He's an NBA player because it makes him rich. I don't think he's an NBA player because he, he he likes he loves playing basketball anymore. I mean, and I think that's okay. I don't think point. He, I, I think people like always say, Oh yeah, this guy needs to love the game or like you're a hooper, you're not like you you have to be a hooper, not just an NBA player kind of thing like that. The reality situation is these brothers are doing this, yeah, because they get paid best. I promise you there wouldn't be a lot of them would not be doing it if they weren't getting paid millions and millions and millions. Stop the contracts of WNBA, I guarantee you half these guys are not doing it. It's a waste of time. Mm. What's the point? So I know Harden don't care. He's here for the money. So let him get, let him get his bag. Enjoy it. Because I think he's given up on winning a ring. Do you reckon? I think... Unless he goes to contender. Always, but I, I, I'm starting to now believe he doesn't want to go contenders because because he wants to win a ring. I think he wants to go to contenders because it's less work for him to do. And it means that the team doesn't have to rely on him as well. As much when when you go to like a team who are not a contender, you're looked to as the guy. And as much as he's been saying in the past, I want to be the number one option or whatever. Not yeah, right he's, now. he's not on it anymore. Like, he doesn't have the facilities for that anymore, man. <laughs> he doesn't have that anymore. Not at all. But yeah, James Harden. That's a whole <laughs> situation and scenario. For um, we're gonna see what happens. Whether he gets traded or not, we're gonna see if he's gonna sit out. I don't know, but um, do you reckon that trade actually gets done, though? I think they have to. Have to yeah. I, I think it's, it's irris- at this point, it's irresponsible. If they don't, yeah. Because fi- think about it, Philly just got Nick Nurse as well, yeah? Yeah. If they're going to make a move, it makes sense to do it sooner rather than later. Because you, you, Harden's value only depreciates as time goes on into the season when you trade him, because he's only on a one-year deal. So, unless a team like the Clippers are like really arse out and they just have to make a splash in... in, in in the trade market because we're not doing anything or another team that think he'll be able to add something to them but like I said the locker room issues are serious man yeah team gone are the days where you could be a diva in the NBA and not like be crazy productive or whatever so boy not sure um we got a bit of time for one more um uh, got like a got a bit of time for one more thing so um now is Eva rankings or in-season FIBA Olympics 
It's all about football. It's all about football. So, Very quickly. USA, will they get they fourth? Yeah, because yeah, they lost to Canada. To Canada. Damn. Um, and got smoked by Germany, innit? Yeah, was it smoked? They, they lost. But they yeah, lost. They, lost. they lost. They lost. The the thing that I find hilarious about this is that USA lost and went from saying that, oh, yeah, we're going to kick this tournament to now saying, oh, we didn't even have our best players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you, you're not you're not standing consistently. You're not being real about the situation. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you didn't take your best players, that's on you. No one told you not to take your best players. Exactly. Because, and, and I've seen some people say it as well. Greece didn't have Yanis. Not saying that they made a crazy, crazy run. Um, Embiid wasn't playing for anyone. Like, a lot of teams did not have their, maybe not necessarily their best players, but they didn't have their best teams out there. The USA should have been able to win. Yeah. They should, regardless of what anyone says to me about how, Good, the rest of the world has because has gotten because they everyone has improved. The skill gap is a lot smaller now than mm. than ever before. But I ha- we have to be honest about the situation. You're saying just they that team was not the strongest team they could have put together, but it also the team that were out there should have been should have been good enough to win, and they didn't. They didn't. A lot of guys who were there did not show up at all. In fact, I'll be honest. Apart from Halliburton and Anthony and- Edwards. Everyone else is pretty cheeks, man. I can't lie. Yeah, I don't know. Massively the underwhelming. F- the fact that... The fact that flipping... Um, not even that. Yes, that's one, though. Thank you for reminding me that. That's the one. But <laughs> even Paolo being there, I'm like, I don't care. She shouldn't be there. Paolo shouldn't have been there. Just play for Italy, bro. Pos- pos- he, he, even besides that, Paolo personally... Ricky, I don't, Ricky shouldn't have been there, too. Yeah, Paolo shouldn't have been there. Reeves shouldn't have been there either. Don't care. I don't uh, care about no, him. He played, he played all right. Reeves is the kind of guy, like, I was more leaning towards guys like Josh Hart. So it's always been this way where the FIBA tournament doesn't have the same same um, strength of, of roster as the Olympic Olympics, team. Yeah. However, my main thing was that there are guys guys who haven't even played on this on a FIBA team that are in the league right now that should have done. Trey Young, where was he? Donovan Mitchell, where was he? Mm-hmm. I can understand Tatum not playing. Brown probably should have played. Just, just to, just to keep playing basketball. There's a lot of guys, yeah. That, and I thought this used to be back in the day. Yeah, it used to be a thing where there would be the best players in the USA have playing on the Olympic team, right? The yeah. And then the young guys who are next up would be on that FIBA team. Mm. Yeah. There are guys on this FIBA team that are not next up. There's a just gap of players that should have been there. Zion, if he wasn't, if he wasn't out here, um, I'm not gonna say too much, but moving mad. Yeah. Jar, if he wasn't out here moving mad, probably would have been yeah. on that team as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's guys from. Jaron Jackson Jr. was probably the only guy from the 2018. And he was the only b- really real big there. And that guy don't rebound. That's why they lost as well. They got yeah. out-rebounded. In like every, game that, yeah. every game they lost, they got out-rebounded by it. And I can't put it all on him because that's one player. As a team, they needed. They knew they needed to rebound. They just weren't locked in. Yeah. Um, when I look at it as well, like I think all, all this FIBA, the only good thing that came out of this FIBA tournament was that Anthony Edwards did the best media publicity he could have done for himself, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if 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 Minnesota weren't certain if he could be the number one in in Minnesota, they know for certain now. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy. They know for certain now. That guy is crazy, man. He is the guy. The co- the combination of his confidence and athleticism mixed with the fact that his jump shot has come a lot, like come a lot, come on a lot. Sorry. So whereas pause. <laughs> whereas <laughs> when he first came into the league, they're like, oh yeah, he's a great athlete. You know oh, he. Shoot. But it, not that he can't shoot, but like not consistent. He's not yeah, consistent, consistent enough. But through the repetition and whatnot, you can see now the guys. The guy's been working his game since he got into the league. Another guy should have been there. Where was Melo Ball? Mm. 
mm. out here messing around in Europe. Bro, go play in that tournament. What do you mean? It's true. It's Sh- true. Charlotte, Charlotte haven't been in the playoffs for God knows how yeah. long. There's, there's no reason. So there's no reason why you're not playing. That's your answer there. What? He plays for the Charlotte Hornets. So so, so you're telling me, um, no offence no offense to like guys like Jalen Brunson. However, Jalen Brunson is not like a, I feel like in these tournaments, yeah, in in Europe, in the, the competitions where you have the best of the world there from one country, the worst thing you can have yeah, is a ball-dominant point guard mm. who's not a pass first. Because it's, it slows everything everything else down. You look at some of the best USA teams, yeah, who are the point guards? Chris Paul, um, Deron Williams, yeah. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Bro, like guys who are distributing Pure, the basketball as well. Yeah. I'm not saying they don't score. Deron Williams was, was a very, very good offensive player, a great three-point shooter. But Jalen Brunson's playing in the post. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense to me. Like, Why is my point guard playing the post? Yeah. I, I, I just I just feel like they weren't playing fast enough. They were getting out rebounded. Yeah. And yeah, they, they were not they were not ready, man. They were not ready. And I think maybe they should reconsider how long they give these guys to train together before they go out there. Because I feel like they put the team together, a week later they're playing ex- exhibition games, and then two weeks later you're now in, yeah, in, at the yeah. tournament and expect to go and win. Whereas these other guys have been every time, every opportunity there is, every break in the season, whatever. They they they're doing they're doing um, stuff together as a team. Do you think the, the whole malarkey around Noah Lowe's the comment where he said essentially that? Oh yeah. Uh, the oh, NBA yeah. Uh, world, champion. world champions. World champions. World champions. You're just USA. It's, it's, Do you it's reckon not, no that 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 played into it? Because obviously it was at the time a lot of the NBA yeah. stars went crazy, like yeah. you had Durant, okay. all of them. <laughs> and then they shot up because yeah, they lost. Because they lost. I think. Okay, but let's be real here. Like, okay. So I understand with what happened with FIBA was a mazzoline. If we look at Olympics, where the best of the best yeah. show up, yeah, who wins? That's different because you're talking about in the Olympics, yeah, where you're putting together the best USA players. Yeah, we're not talk- we're not necessarily just talking about that. In the in the in the NBA, yeah, they that's what he's referring to. In the NBA, they refer to themselves as the best players, the world champions, world champions and stuff like that. Yeah, but you're not playing against everyone else in the world. Not playing yeah, against but, teams from Europe, but, but the best European players are playing in that league. The best, the best three players in the NBA right now are not from the USA. I know they're from Europe, so it kind of does make it a world. I'm, no, I know, no. I know. Technically, that's I what I'm it's, saying. I, I feel like it's the opposite. No, no but that's like being the champions of a football like England in like Man City are now champions you know, of the world because they won the Champions League. The only ones I, 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 is, I see where they're coming from because it's like if you, if you, even if you look at it, in the Premier League, most of the best. Not all of them, but a majority of the best European players are gonna go to. It's gonna go. They're gonna go to the best league. They the go. Money. They go to other leagues as well. That's yeah, but that's obviously that's a, it's a bit more broad there. Then like when it comes to leagues with basketball, football, it's a bit more because there's other obviously very good leagues that you can mm-hmm. still. But obviously with basketball is, if you was to ask every single player in the Euro League in every single league, whether if they had the opportunity or if you asked them where they would want to play in the NBA why because the best of the best is there whether that's from USA yeah. or the world it is because the best great players from Europe they don't stay in EuroLeague yeah. they go to the NBA mm. the best players in USA go to the NBA so across the world obviously because of USA and how it's kind of li- obviously with the links and everything and how the the sort of level is Yes, the majority is coming from this place the same way from like the Prem where majority of the players who are obviously trained up and everything is that most of them are from mm-hmm. England. Uh, majority, like especially from the younger from the younger guys coming up. So that's sort of the same thing with the NBA. Most of the young guys 
oh, very good. They're going to go there. And then great players, like good players from Europe, they will go into the NBA as well because they're going to play the best of the best. Technically, I, I understand that, yes, they can't say world because of obviously it's not. But with the points of having the best players in the world in that league, does give them a point to say something about it. I'm not saying it's right, but it gives them a point to say something about it. And that's just the reality. This is what we were saying at the jump. We, we were discussing about the, the NBA in-season tournament that got announced. Yeah. We would love that to include like the European teams, the South American teams. However, instead of having that, there would be some sort of like, we having football, South American football, uh, soccer, as we call it. Um, like Champions League, like whereby it's a... It's a or a club world basketballing world cup but a club one so mm. that that you are the rightful champions of world champions because it's the best teams going up the best teams in different continents and they have a face or even if they did it in, a, in an environment like the bubble where it's one place and I, I don't know how they do it but make it a tournament where i would love personally to have like yeah, Jokic go up in in Turkey. You know that in Euroleague, how bouncy the atmosphere is on. It's mm. it's it's crazy. Mm. Like watching the European atmosphere is like NBA is nothing. You've got oh yeah yeah, that's like so easy. You got cheerleaders there. It's jumpy. It's do 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 do. You got flares. Like it's serious. Mm-hmm. Can can Steph Curry drop fifty there? Can Jokic get a, a fifty point triple? That's 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 the questions you want to see in in a magnitude. And it's not about the ability of either team. You both know obviously the NBA teams will be higher and better equipped, but. It's those atmospheres, it's those environments. And it's showing up on the day as well, man. That's it. Mm. Like it's even little things like the travel. Everything adds into it. Can you do it? And I think that's when you're rightfully world champions, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah fair enough, I hear it, man. I do hear that. I understand, obviously, what they say and everything and all those things, but also, no allows us to have a point because when he races, is the best and the fastest 100%. from every single country. 100%. NBA now I mean this year was it mm, kind of yeah I mean Jokic Jamal Murray they ain't I mean you know what I mean so it's kind of it gets techy there but obviously yeah it should be obviously NBA champions I don't know where the world champions came from but but uh, American sports have always done this. So, like you, you talk about, they say the world champions as NFL. well. If you win the NFL World Series in mm-hmm. baseball as well, mm-hmm. they they've always done it where they just assume that we are the world. Yeah, literally, literally, like <laughs> it's a big headed thing. They've always done it in all, all kind of sports. So I I understand from that perspective. But I I agree with me with, with Noah Lars. I think you know it's yeah. crazy to call yourself world champions and you've only played against North America, like literally, literally. Like I'm not, and I'm not saying that they're not they're not better than everyone else, but prove it, innit? I like what you're saying, innit? Get get that get that that continental tournament going. That'll yeah, that would be crazy. That'll Final be crazy. thing, I know you want to round up. Mm-hmm. I want us to do it this season each week. Power rankings one to five, very quickly. How can we do power rankings this season? It's like yeah, but we could do it off the teams, off okay. the way it's the, the rosters are currently constructed. Who How? Isn't? Okay, I will go five to one. Five to one. Five to one. Oh. Lakers at five. Ye- Lakers at five. Phoenix at four. Okay. Um, Boston. Boston at three. Bucks at two. Nuggets at one. That's pretty fair. Very early power ranking. I'm swapping Nuggets with the Bucks. Bucks at one. Yeah. Okay. Mine's pretty similar. 
Yeah, but I'd I'd I'll put us I'd put us five. So I think Phoenix would be above us. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Ross, Ross, uh, that, I might Boston. have to change up myself. I think for me is it'll be no, no, Lakers. No, Phoenix Lakers. No, I'm putting I thought Lakers at five. Yeah. Um Lakers at five. I'm gonna put Celtics at four. Mm. Phoenix at three. Mm, no, I'm gonna put you said Nuggets at two and Bucks at one. I think I'm you know, Nuggets have lost a bit, so I've still, I'm gonna still put Nuggets at two and the chaps in it at least for Yeah. And box yeah, at one. Nuggets are still one for me. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the episode, guys. Obviously, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, follow, share, do all of that good stuff. Our social in the description. But just to remind you, it's at Take It to the Pod on Twitter, at Take It to the Rim Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Make sure you're looking with us for this new season, new setup, new rules, new everything, everything new, fresh. Yeah. Well, yeah. So keep looking over us, keep getting involved. Um, especially if it's on Spotify, there's QA sections as well. So you can answer, you can ask questions, we can respond, we can do those things. More content coming your way. And it's been a very long time, but as Jules always says, over and out, baby. Yes, we out.